And I definitely feel like I fumbled that, but that that's where I'm at. I've had a lot of unpredictable moments. And even though in my past relationship, when that would happen, I felt like he kind of looked at me like, you ain't about that life. Not on my level. Essentially, I, I was kind of putting those things together like, man, he low-key kind of think I'm lazy too. Like, am I? And you just kind of start to believe that stuff. And that's not going to work. That's not who you are. Welcome to Don't Hit Snooze, the podcast. You've been sleeping on yourself for long enough. It's time to wake up. No matter what you're doing, while you listen, we pray that you begin to unlock your God-given potential and turn it into massive action. Don't Hit Snooze is not just a personal development podcast. It's a personal reminder, reminding you to be and become all that God has created you to be. Now let's get into this episode. What's good? It's your girl, Conchetta Cherie, back with another episode. I'm going to hop in really quickly with the scripture of the week and the quote of the week so that I can get into a little bit of tea. Not for real. (laughs) It's from Hebrews 12 and 2. The scripture of the week is from Hebrews 12 and 2. I'm going to read from the King James Version first, which says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I also want to read from the gangster version, the message. It's from one through three. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way all these veterans cheering us on, it means we better get on with it. Strip down, start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Okay. And then The quote of the week is from an unknown person. It says, when you write the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen. Okay, so last week we talked about, you know, amping things up or maybe dialing back a little bit. So just in life, in the things that you are wanting to accomplish toward this end of this year, this last couple months of the year, this final quarter has been what it's going to be. Every day we get to wake up and ask, what chapter of Revelations are we in today? Because it's really that. So. In lieu of this 
trending topic of Kanye. I don't really like to get into trending topics and all of those things, especially if I don't have an opinion about it. I could, you know, spew off some things about, you know, one side or the other or talk about how I view what it is that he's doing or maybe like because we don't know everything. We don't know all the facts. And, you know, there's one side of people who wants to completely cancel him or have been saying to cancel him. There are people who are like, well, y'all just don't get it. And what's understood doesn't need to be explained. So blah, there's just so much. And there's so much to unpack with like, okay, is he, is he mentally unstable? I, I will speak on that, especially coming from a place of, dealing with some mental health challenges, I haven't really said it too much, but I told you guys, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my business here and there. And I've been, I've been spilling tea. Okay. About my business. Y'all may not see it that way, but I'm really a private person. And so it's, it requires a lot of vulnerability to be able to tell you guys about what's going on with my life especially if I don't know like how it's going to be received. And then even like listening back, I'm cringing. And then I'm looking at analytics and things like that. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if they really liked me sharing that particular part of my life or whatever. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter because whoever is listening, if it resonates, it's going to resonate. And if it doesn't resonate, then maybe the next episode will, or maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I can't really think too much about that. Anyway, I digress. Essentially, I take um, medication for being clinically depressed. So I was diagnosed with major depression or major depressive disorder, or whatever, however you want to say it, back in 2020. And I was put on medication. I wasn't really wanting to be on it because like for real, for real, I just do not subscribe to medication in that way. You know, it's just a thing. So I really felt some type of way. I felt like a failure, but I don't know if you guys remember me talking about how productive I was being toward the end of my pregnancy. And so I don't know for sure, but theoretically speaking, taking that medicine helped a lot. It helped me to just have a little bit more clarity in my thoughts and just be able to focus on the things that I was doing. I can't speak on whether or not he's acting or whatever. Like, I think he needs to heal as do lots of people. We have so many different traumatic experiences in life. So that's what that is. Like, I'm not going to speak, you know, speak past that. But yes, I do believe that there are some things that he needs to heal from. Outside of that, I don't know what he's doing and why he's doing it. But I do know that that helped me to kind of understand where I wanted to go with this episode. When I was talking about you know, Jesus being the author and finisher of your faith. Sometimes in the past, and I know I've also told you guys about this, where I 
participated in all these different activities in high school and college. And, you know, I was doing my thing. But at the same time, I was receiving backlash. Like I would hear from my mom and she would tell me, you know, you're lazy, you're this, you're that. And I'm I'm like, wait, how though? I legit have been up all night, have to get up early in the morning. I've done all my homework or maybe I didn't do all my homework, but whatever the case was, like I was, I was doing the things. I was making things happen for myself and I was trying to write my story, not based on where I came from, not based on my family and all of that, but strictly based on what I believed I knew about who I am to become, about who I am in Christ and really trying to unfold that for people while also like not caring whether or not they see it. So that was kind of what was helping to shape me in going and moving forward. But I started to hold on to some of that stuff, especially in the last few years, the last few months of this year even. And I have gotten to a point where I'm a little frustrated with where I am, but at the same time, I know that I am really pushing myself to my limit. When I say last night was probably the hardest for me in terms of like getting to sleep, I didn't go to sleep until like maybe 2, 2.30 in the morning with the intentions of getting up at five, because I said four is just completely out of the question at that point. And at five, I started to wake up, but then lo and behold, 5.15, my baby's waking up. And I'm like, what? Are you for real? So I sat there for a while, hoping that she would go back to sleep and no, mama, mama, mama. It would not stop. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go and get her. And then I got her, you know, got her milk. We were chilling for a little bit. She didn't really understand that I was like, she understood, but she didn't really want to. She didn't want to go back to sleep. And I'm like, girl, it's so freaking early right now. You, you, you gonna have to figure something out. Either go back to sleep or you are gonna be up by yourself playing. Because at that point I was like, I need to, I need to recalibrate. I actually need to close my eyes again because this is not what I was trying to do. So short of the long, I got her to school pretty much on time. I was a little bit late because she actually fell and hurt herself. So I had to put a Band-Aid on and do all the things and Gigi helped. Um, Gigi is her godmother. (laughs) But yeah, so Gigi helped and it was all good. Like she didn't cry or anything. She was really decent, but yeah, I was just like, just in case, so I don't have to rush. It's also kind of rainy outside, whatever. Let me just call and let them know. And I did. And like after I dropped her off, even and even like pulling up and getting ready to take her out. And then after I dropped her off inside, I just kept feeling this weight. And I'm like, why? And so I kind of unpacked it a little bit. And it really just dawned on me that I have been subscribing to these narratives that other people have painted of me. And I 
went back to the story that I feel like was being painted by my ex. And I had this history of just like a really unstable relationship with fitness. <laughs> like I would go really hard for a while and then I would kind of slow up and then maybe kind of dibble and dabble here in going to the gym or just like doing home workouts or, you know, I would run and whatever. So like it, it hasn't been super like, this is what I do week to week. And this is how I've grown. And this, like, I, I haven't been able to see that longevity of, of progression because it's been a very rocky relationship with me and fitness, but it's always been at the top of mind for me. It's just the priority levels shift here and there based on my present situations. And also at the same time, that basically, I said the same thing. But anyway, <laughs> simultaneously, I'm also thinking, well, I care about my health. So that's what always brings it back to the forefront. Like, okay, maybe I didn't make it a priority for the past month, but now I'm about to jump, jump back into it because my health is important to me. And coming from a history of family, medical issues and all that stuff. I'm like, that is not my portion. I do not receive that. But also in order for me to not, you know, step into that for real, for real, I have to do the work. Like I have to eat well. I have to take care of my body. I have to practice self-care habits that will allow me to have the type of internal structure that will be long lasting. And, you know, that includes fitness. So that's one thing. Also thinking, oh man, you know, my mom and, you know, the picture or the narrative that she created for me was very like, very much you're lazy, you're this, you're that. And essentially what I'm saying is I was holding on to the stories that people have written about me. And that goes to so many different things for personal, with my family, with friends, with relationships with work there have been things that have been said or done or you know just a, a picture that was painted that I had nothing to do with I did not give you a brush I didn't give you any paint I didn't tell you anything or if I did you put extra details that I never said or whatever or you just you simply looked at what you saw and decided to write a story about it so the same way I feel is happening about Kanye right now, people are taking what they see and creating what it is that they want to create from the storyline that they want to. And it just is what it is because everybody's posts, everybody's opinions are similar or some of them are exactly the same. But for the most part, you know, everybody kind of takes the bits and pieces of what they think they know or what they might have read or whatever and created something that makes sense for them. So your life, your story, what's going on with you doesn't have to make sense to other people. And you don't have to receive what it is that they see for you, that they have written about you, that they have created in their minds about you, that they have told other people about you. You don't have to receive that. You don't have to live that out. You don't have to own that. That's not your story. God is authoring my story and I am essentially like walking it out. Who's writing your story? 
So today, if nothing else, I want you to affirm yourself. Affirm yourself in that you are writing with your pen your own story. I am here with God, through God, because of God, and God knows everything. So I don't have to listen to what my mama said, my auntie said, you know, my ex said. You do not have to subscribe to what other people think about you, what other people say about you. Oh, like one of the ways that I have really figured out that that needed to happen is I started unpacking the areas in which I need to forgive people. And a lot of what came from that was me holding on to how I thought that they feel about me or even what I might know about what they feel about me. But either way, it's that's their business. That has nothing to do with me. I don't care if if my mama said still to this day, you're lazy. Well, that does nothing for me. How about I'm tired? I'm tired as hell. Okay. I have a one-year-old who I am managing. I have a life that I'm managing. I have work that I'm managing. Essentially, I have people at work that I'm managing. Like, nah, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm not lazy. Do I need to manage my time better? Absolutely. So instead of receiving that part of the narrative that someone is trying to write about you or for you, pull what it is that you need to get from that, whatever lesson, whatever it is that's, that's kind of shifting you so that you can pull something positive from it. So one, I figured out that I needed to, or I need to forgive people. And two, I need to manage my time better. And that comes with a gang of different things, a gang of different realizations and what that might look like for this last quarter. And I know that I haven't really talked much about the challenge these days, the 100 day challenge. And I definitely feel like I fumbled that, but that that's where I'm at. I've had a lot of unpredictable moments. And even though in my past relationship, when that would happen, I felt like he kind of looked at me like, you ain't about that. Like, you're not on my level. Essentially, I I was kind of putting those things together. Like, man, he low-key kind of think I'm lazy too. Like, am I? And you just kind of start to believe that stuff. And that's not going to work. That's not who you are. So maybe they have some ideals around the things that you could work on, but that's where you look at those lessons. Okay. What were, what were they trying to get at though? What was the underlying theme or what were some of the things that were happening within myself that needs to shift? So that's it for my little rant, if you will. And also just a little bit of a reminder, like we're finishing So author and finisher, we're finishing this year strong, no matter what strong looks like and no matter what it is that you are 
focusing on, your focus and concentration and your endurance are going to increase. You just have to figure out what you need to shift. If that's how early you're getting up, how late you're going to bed, or maybe the opposite, how how you go about managing your tasks throughout the day, how you go about managing your time throughout the day on a weekly basis, on a whatever it is that you need to figure out. It's figure outable. <laughs> and that doesn't have to be it. That's not it. You are not even who you were yesterday. So don't let somebody try to tell you that you're the same person that you were two months ago, two years ago. If that's not who you want to be, if that's not who you feel you are anymore, then throw the book away or throw the pages away. If you want them to say, cool, but now this new chapter, this new story, this new version, this new volume, however you want to look at it, is what you say it is, not them. Period. I pray that you all really hear me, hear my heart and everything I'm saying and the things that I'm really personally just not sure how to fully cope with and overcome. I'm still daily figuring things out and really like seeking God on how like some strategies and how to execute. And I know I I know that I'm going to finish this year strong. I don't know what that's going to look like, but you guys will find out soon. And I'm also very excited because next week, y'all don't have to just hear me. (laughs) It will be our 10th episode, technically. I know we always talk about that bonus episode, but it will technically be our 10th episode. And we will have our very first guest. It's your girl, Sweet Tea. Um, I will put her information in that episode once it airs next week. But yes, Tea is her name and Tea is what she is spilling, okay? We'll be talking all about stress management and how it might show up in different areas of your life and how to really manage it in a healthy and practical way. 